Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I, I need some dirt. Dirt, dirt, dirt. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Up to the minute entertainment and pop culture news heard at the top of every hour. On my talk 1071. Yeah, that's really great. Could you please tell us what's going on? Well, a dad at a high school basketball game in Ohio jumped in to sing the national anthem when the sound system had a technical difficulty last week. Have you guys seen the video about this? No, sounds great. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. I've, I caught it a couple days ago, but they were having some technical difficulties. And a few moments of silence went by when his wife gave him a nudge and Waverly High School parent Trenton Brown belted out the entire Star Spangled Banner <laughs> from the stands. And he went all out, guys. Like, it's not just like, a, it's... He's got he's it's a combination of great singing and screaming at the same time. It's pretty cool. So. Oh, we okay. need to hear that. Yeah, I could probably find it for you guys. Okay, here that's, little, that'd be awesome. A little bit later, and then um, are, are any of you guys a fan of White Castle? Never. I think I've eaten there like one time in my life. Okay, well then. So no. Probably won't be enticed by these items, but someone out there may be. White Castle has added some items to its menu, and they're comfort food items, but it's only for a limited time. So. Of all the stuff that they already have there now, they're going to add what's called the mac and cheese nibblers. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, Donna. I'm guessing it's a deep fried mac and cheese bite mm. of some kind. Oh. And the new Smoky Joe slider. Now, the Smoky Joe slider is White mm. Castle's sloppy Joe slider just kicked up a couple notches with an addition of smoked cheddar cheese and onion crisps on top. Well, this is intriguing. The nibblers, <laughs> nibbles a fun word to say. Yeah. That's why I wa- that's the one part I wanted to that's why I wanted to yeah. say the story. Just to say the mac nibbler. and cheese nibblers. That's really it right there. So they'll be on the menu till February 14th. And as 2020 comes to a close, it's a once in a lifetime sight in the sky that you'll see. It's called the Great Conjunction. Have you guys heard about this? No. no. It's where Jupiter and Saturn appear close together. And now this will happen on December 21st, which is also the winter solstice. And it's the first time that Jupiter and Saturn conjunction has happened since the year 2000. Well, right. So that's fun. If you look up, there'll be some sort of kind of like an eclipse type thing. And I guess that it is also the first time in nearly 800 years the planets have been this close and they'll just be a tenth of a degree apart. Well, that's pretty fun. Here's another little fun science hack out there. One way that you can always spot Uranus is by pulling your pants down. (laughs) That's oh my God! True, Donna. No. <laughs> well, and for more entertainment mm-hmm. news and jokes from Steve, I just download the thought of that. <laughs> I thought it was good. It's pretty Man. good. It works. Whatever. There's right. some truth there. Uh, download the MyTalk app or go to mytalk1071.com. That is brand new information. MyTalk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour, and at 8:20, 12:20, and 5:20 on MyTalk 107.1. Beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yee-haw! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. beat. Hi. Hey, Donna. Hey, Steve. How's it going over there? Pretty good. You yeah. sounded like you were going to add to it, but. 
I got a new uh, I got a new computer that I'm working on. No way! Yeah. What yeah. you got? Thanks for asking. Um, our work set us up. Okay, here we go. Why did I even bring this up? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Continue. Because okay, but, okay. A lot of uh, a lot of folks at Twin Cities Live are working remotely during all of the day or portions of the day. And there's specific scripting software that we look and can put scripts in our show and stuff like that. They wanted to make sure that we had full desktop accessibility. So they got us new laptops, Mm, MacBook Airs. Oh, fancy. And they can connect to our desktop at work. So like when I'm done, I can click out of this and then do this VPN connection where it connects right to my computer oh. and then all of the programs that are at my work computer are now at my fingertip instead of some truncated watered down version of like a remote access that is never as good always clunky sure. Okay. So, uh, yeah, just kind of, uh, you know, taking the old MacBook Air for a test drive. What, I uh, what, wonder if you'll get to keep get it you? When, you got, when you get canned. No, no, this is one of those things. In fact, they won't even let you put VPN on your own personal computer. Oh, I see. Okay. Because then you would have access to the station. So it's something they need to have it on their own property so that I when see. I do get fired, they can legally say I have to give that back. Okay. Got it. Well, nice What year to know. do you think I'll be fired? You won't. You getting a 21 vibe? You're like, no, no, no. You're the golden boy around here. Are you kidding no, I, me? You can't no, do no. anything wrong. The things that I get yelled at, everyone thinks when you do them, they're cute. You know, the things that I get yelled at for. Yeah. You know, when I interviewed Jeremy Piven years ago of Entourage fame. Oh, wait a minute. Ari okay. Gold. Ari Gold, right? Ari Gold. Somebody dropped something. But when I said, uh, are you getting a 21 vibe? I remember asking him, what do I got to do? Like, what do I got to do to be on your side of the red carpet? I'm asking him this because I'm at the end of the line asking questions and he's living the good life. So what do you think? And he said, well, you know, it's really tough to say because some people uh, hit it big, you know, in their 20s. But other people, you know, like Morgan Freeman, they they hit their stride late in their 40s. And then he paused and said, you kind of have a bit of a Morgan Freeman vibe. (laughs) That's hilarious. So funny. I got to call Pips. I'm going to text Pippi. You tell me stuff. All right. I'll tell you stuff. Um, How about this? Katy Perry, you know, she played the halftime show at the Super Bowl about five years ago. And if she had gotten her way, Dolly Parton would have joined her. Oh. You know, instead it became known for, you know, the antics of Left Shark, the the rogue dancer. Um, (laughs) And so Dolly Parton was uh, doing an interview, I guess, for GQ. And fans were wondering why she didn't do it. So we have a clip Mm -hmm. of her explaining. This one asked if it's true that Katy Perry asked me to be on the stage with her at the Super Bowl. And that is true. And I would have done it because I love Katy Perry. But at the time, my husband was not doing good. He was kind of puny. And I couldn't leave him, so I couldn't do it. But one of these days, maybe we'll do it again. I love her. Aww. Puny. That's how she described her husband being sick. I mean, what? I mean, the guy's not feeling well. Don't put him down. (laughs) Right? He was... Kind of puny. Um, Jeez. They've been married for more than 50 years. Well, you can say that then. Carl Dean. He is intensely private. I I challenge you to find a a picture of him. 
Google Puny. <laughs> right. Maybe that's his nickname. What's his name again? Uh, Carl Dean. Okay. You cannot still, find a. You could find an old picture. You just can't find a anything current. Is from, he? Um, is he still? Yeah, he's alive. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. He is intensely private, so wow. no news of his health even surfaced at the time. Even today, we don't know because he they are. He is so behind the scenes. What'd wow. you come up with? Um. Some photos that don't even look like they're the same person, but it's one of him like walking away, head down, gray hair, tan jacket, checkered shirt, and Fuzzy, has a face probably. of like, get me out of here from behind. It's yeah, like it's, Bigfoot. You he's know? walking through the woods. Why is he in the woods? <laughs> what is it? Is it? It's all blurry a little bit. Uh, that's interesting. Wow. Well, good for, good for him. You know, to you know, look, look, look. Would look. you look? Yeah. Not every spouse uh, marries their 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 spouse because of the fame or after the fame. Some are in it before and have no like want you to live your dream of you know exercising whatever your gift or strength is. But they didn't. They 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 are not interested in the little side thingers that come with it. Right. You know, he doesn't right. want to like go to a wife. cocktail party. Exactly. Yeah, He's like, you just go have fun. I'll be here playing cards with the boys. You know. Anyway, do you want to know the best songs of the year? Okay. Okay, this is according to... I don't remember. Studies have shown. It's Billboard. Okay, so coming in... Let's go from number three, if that's... Okay. Okay, so coming in at number three, tell me if you recognize this song. Please don't give me hype. Savage. Yes! Savage yes. by Megan the Stallion and Bay Onse. Okay, so that is according to Billboard number three. You know how to do the Savage dance, Donna? No. We should teach you how to do it for sort of an end of the year thing. I don't either, but it's a TikTok video, but you could do it. <laughs> oh, okay. It would probably be a good there's some arm no. movement, shoulder movement. I was yeah. I could do that. I just Swing. can't move anything from well, the waist down. It would test your hip mobility. Yeah, a lot of hips in there. Oh yeah, no, my hips not good. What's number two? Here we go. Ah, Blinding Lights. Both huge TikTok songs. Oh, is that right? This one too? Yes. Yes, Savage is a song because of TikTok, essentially. Okay. The the new MTV, right? TikTok. Yeah. And it's once once one person does a dance to it that people want to mimic and do, then that song takes off in popularity it's so funny that tic- downloads yeah tiktok is the new mtv yeah because mtv back in the day when i was answering you know request lines in new york Lock it people in. would request videos you know that they just saw that hadn't yet made it to the radio number one on billboard's best songs of 2020 is this one This came out this year? It did. Ariana Grande and... Um, me. Dua Lipa? No. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Bigger, wait, wait, wait. Bigger, Gaga. Yes. Yes. Queen. There you go. Lean on me. Yeah. I, I would have given it to Blinded. 
by the lights. I'm with you. I like blinded a little bit better, too. Yeah. Blinding lights, guys. Whatever, Steve. Don't blinding, worry about it. Blinding. When we come you back. nitpicker. You puny little weasel. <laughs> uh, when we come back, another fun list. This one is kind of controversial, though. List of the best TV, and this includes streaming services, the best TV shows of 2020. Okay. I think I'd be surprised at what came in at number one. Hmm. Where do you think the beloved The Queen's Gambit made it on the list? Ooh. We'll tell you where. Might surprise you. That's next on Don and Steve. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. You know, a lot of people have TVs now. Oh, is Something that right? I've, I've been noticing oh, that. Wow, neat. Over the last few decades, there's been a real uptick in that since like the 60s. Hmm. And so, I guess because of that, they put together a Rolling Stone list of the best television shows of 2020. Now, these could be on good old-fashioned network TV, cable TV, or streaming services. Any guesses as to what came in at number uno? On the list. I cannot answer that because I know the answer. Donna! I We read the same preparation materials every day. Ask, ask, I am Grant. I am Grant. Any guesses? Most controversial show of 2020? No, no, no. The best show of 2020. Just best individually show. the best show of 2020 that everybody just loved. The Queen's Gambit. You would think. Didn't make the list. Well, what? Didn't make the the list. It's also a mini series. Oh shit. no, but it was it was in the runnings for it. Wow. Oh, okay. I haven't heard one bad review from one single person on that show. It's fantastic. I'll wow. tell you this. It's 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 good. It's not great. Don't right, necessarily Steve? believe the hype that it's it's great. It's not gonna change the way you feel about you know, your life. Maybe <laughs> okay. not even chess. Does it have the searching for Bobby Fisher feel to it? Yeah. Yeah? I yeah. like that movie. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Better Call Saul, number one on the list. Hmm. Surprised. It's funny. The rest of this reads kind of like a list of shows you might want to look into, not a best shows of 2020. That you are aware of. Yeah, number two is Lovecraft Country. You know, that one we've all been talking about never. (laughs) (laughs) Now, here's one I've heard of but never seen. Brockmire on IFC. Mm. Is that the... Uh, Brockmire, is that with the radio announcer or the baseball announcer? No? Uh, I don't know. There was another show. Back- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Back in the day called Longmire, I think. Then there was Quagmire. Yeah, Brockmire oh, is a, has Hank Azaria hey, in Peter. it. Do you guys know, you know, and he's got, it's about, um, he's a... Uh, Series is about the fall of Jim Brockmire, once famed league baseball announcer who suffers an embarrassing on-air meltdown. Oh, I love it! I want to see this. Fun. Yeah, so he's, I mean, the picture of it's got him in an old-fashioned mic. It's, it's. I've heard a lot of good things about Brockmire. I okay. love Hank Azaria. I think he's fantastic. He is good. So it's a comedy. Uh, oh, 
yes. my. Four oh, seasons. We, uh, yeah, maybe we got to see this. And this is IFC. See, this is good for us. I, yeah, this is good. Do your, uh, this is really fun when we get an opportunity right. for this. <clears throat> Do your uh, Hank Azaria doing Mo from Moe's Tavern on The Simpsons, Donna. Um, okay. Don't hold back. Um, I don't know who Mo is. Is he a bartender? Is he a bartender? <laughs> He's got a raspy voice. Huh. Yeah, I can't do it. Wow. I could do a Martha Washington really good. Okay, go ahead. George, nice. pick up your socks. Oh. Thank that's you. That's fun. Nailed it, right? Yeah. And it speaks to the timeless cyclical tension <laughs> in marriage. Very funny, Donna. Thank you. Thank you. Number four on the list of the best shows of 2020 on the HBO home box office, I May Destroy You. Okay. Is the name of a show. The Good Lord Bird, number five what on Showtime. What are these? these? This is Rolling Stone's list of I the 20 best TV shows of 2020. Let's be- keep going down the list, see if we get see anything we know. Better Things is on there. That's a great Normal show. People is number six. Okay. What We Do in the Shadows, Dawn likes that. That's number seven. Okay. We Are Who We Are, also mm. on Home Box Office. Okay. How To with John Wilson, also Home box office. Pen fifteen oh. on Hulu. That's an that's been around for a while, hasn't it? Well, Brockmeyer's been on for four seasons. Oh, it's not man. best new shows, just best shows. Bluey on Disney Junior. Ooh, I like to say that Bluey. Better things. There it is. FX number twelve. I love that. I didn't. I haven't seen it this season. Huh? Where does the Queen's Gambit fall? Did not make the list of oh, the top all? 20 shows. <gasps> no. Watermelon sugar. Hi. Now, Slate mentioned, Slate.com, they, a lot of people are doing these lists right now. They had Ted Lasso, which is an Apple TV show starring Jason Sudeikis, which I hear is really good and, and sort of warm and just the right drink that you need. Okay. Uh, the Great Pottery Throwdown. That's an HBO Max show. Mrs. America on Hulu. That is fantastic. The so Slate.com one does mention the Queen's Gambit. Okay. All right. I think I'm uh, five episodes in. I think maybe I just have one more Are you going to finish episode. it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll finish it. Okay. What else are you watching, Steve? Hmm. Uh, what else am I? We're watching Christmas movies right now. Oh, you are? Okay. I'll tell you what I am watching. Off the Beaten Path. But really good. Any parents out there or grandparents out there that your kids love watching YouTube and you're like, is there anything worthwhile on this? There is a guy named Mark Rober, R-O-B-E-R. He is a YouTube channel and it is really, really interesting. He's a former NASA engineer, really smart guy. He looks like he's in his 30s probably, maybe early 30s. Wicked smart, really great on camera and breaks down all of these big, crazy things from a scientific method engineering standpoint. For instance, which games are a scam at the carnival? And he walks through and shows you what's actually happening with these games. And it's it's produced so well. Oh, that's cool. Also, what is the most profitable game machine at an arcade? He breaks down... This, you know, the spinny light game where you press the button whenever the light, the little light bulbs, it goes in a circle and you try to stop it on the jackpot. Sure. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. It's big at like Chuck E. Cheese. Just about any arcade has it because it's the most profitable game for uh, these owners. He does a breakdown as to why 
it's a scam. And not just like it's hard, but why he tests it with this over-the-top scientific way, a hidden plunger connected to a timer in a book bag that they place on top of the thing that is to the millisecond accurate. And then they adjust the times accordingly whenever they get close and the light bulb always stops one before. And then he explains how it's actually rigged, even though they present it as a game of skill like if you just a little quicker push a little quicker huh that's it's actually it's really really great frustrating. the biggest super soaker of all time a pool full of orbies really fun teaches your kids about science What's called mark think? mark rober r-o-b-e-r give us a call 651-641-1071 we're gonna play a game the college of pop culture knowledge uh you can bet on me you can bet on donna if you bet right you win a prize that's next on my time hey good morning welcome back Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment. Let us play a game. Time, time to go to college. college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. I am Grant. I want to see how smart you are. All right, guys, it is the 185th edition of the College of Pop mm. Culture Knowledge. And with a score of 108 for Steve and 77 for Donna, we have Mary on the phone. How you doing, Mary? Mary! Clarence! I'm doing good. Mayor Bear. Mayor Bear, good name. Well, here's something fun. Mary is originally from St. Paul, but three years ago moved to John Island, South Carolina, correct? John's Island. John's yep. Island, okay. Oh, and she's 12 ooh. miles from the beach, guys. So she made a pretty Currently, move there. right now, you are? Yes, oh, I am. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for taking us with you. <laughs> yeah, well, come down anytime. And I have not put socks on for years. <laughs> oh, wow. that is really frustrating. <laughs> and I've never yeah, I'm before. irritated now. Jealous. Oh, come on. Jealous. I love you guys. I listen to you every single day. You oh make my me gosh. giggle. Oh, oh my. Mary. Mary, go to Myrtle Beach. Is that in South Carolina? <laughs> yes. Myrtle Beach is in South Carolina, but it's about three hours north of me. Oh. oh, gosh. Yeah, let the tourists stay up there. You stay right where you are, Mary. Yeah, there you go. Come right. on down. <laughs> All right. So now, oh. Mary... You are playing for a prize, which is a viewing code for an at-home virtual screening of the film Promising Young Woman on Wednesday, December 23rd at 7 p.m., okay? Okie dokie. All right, and your topic today is TV Moms. Now, I'm looking for the character's name of the show, not the actress name, okay? Okay. Character name, TV Moms. Who would you like to play with for the 185th edition of the College of Pop Culture (laughs) Knowledge? Well, I think Donna will probably know the mom names. Mm. Mm. All right, I'll take know, off. I'll did, wait for your text. A couple months ago, we did this, and Donna, you did the same thing. You sighed. But, <laughs> uh, she I always sighs. I just hate okay, letting bye. people down is what it comes down to. Bye, Steve. <laughs> All right, gone. Steve. All right, he's gone. He can't hurt us anymore. Okay. <laughs> Okay, we got this. We got this. Okay, so you can't participate until after I ask answer all the questions on my own, yep, okay? Got it. You know the rules. Okay, here we go. All right, Donna. Again, TV character moms. This TV mom's character was written off the show, forcing the producers to change the name of the show. Oh, my God. I don't know. Next. This popular 70s TV mom had three daughters, three stepsons to make the perfect television family. Okay, the first answer is Roseanne. The second one is um, Carol Brady. Okay. 
This TV mom was the optimistic better better half of the crotchety bitter shoe salesman who had an interesting habit of putting his hand down his pants. Peg Bundy. Okay. Oh, thank God. I was scared for a minute there, Mary. You have it nailed. Yes. And I was actually writing the answers down. But oh. yes, you've got it. Okay, thanks, Mary. I'm going to call Steve back, okay? All right. Okay. Don't tell him how we did, though. Just sigh. No, you guys did great. No, shush. <laughs> hey, Steve. Hey. Hi, sorry. I wrote come again. Again. Yeah. Sorry. There's the dog. <laughs> All right, Steve. Okay, guys. All right. Steve, you ready? I am, because Donna doesn't sound super confident. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay, again, TV Moms and the character name only. All right. This TV Moms character was written off the show, forcing producers to change the name of the show. Who is it? Roseanne. This popular 70s TV mom had three daughters and three stepsons to make the perfect television family. Carol Brady. This TV mom was the optimistic better half of the crotchety, bitter shoe salesman who had an interesting habit of putting his hand down his pants. <laughs> Peg. Gotcha. Mm. Hmm. You going to stick with those answers? Mm, What's Peg's last name? Give me yeah. Peg's last name. Peg Bundy. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> Flam, flame, Shoot. tiebreaker, huh, Donna? <laughs> Bummer. Yes, guys, it is going <laughs> to right, bummer. So you don't have to, we we both got them all. Yes, right, I was right. going to say there's no need to go through those, so we can just play this tiebreaker. All Are right. you all ready to go, Mary? You know that you can yell out the answer too, okay? Mary. Okay, sounds good. All She's right. Gonna give us a clip. Okay, here we go, Mary. Mary. Oh God. Oh. Uh, this oh, is going to be leave it to Beaver. It's June. June Cleaver. June. Mary got it first. Mary got June first. I'm going to give it to Mary. Nice job, Mary. Yay! Yeah, girl. Uh, hey, what's the temperature over there? Yeah. Um, right now, sixty. Okay, that's pretty good. We're going to even 50? check yeah. the forecast, or just not care about it once you get there. <laughs> well, what's funny is I listen to your forecast all the time, and I still have a daughter that lives up there, and I torment her and my, my <laughs> son-in-law going, I'm sorry. Oh, that's <laughs> jacked up, Mary. Oh, I love today, it. I know, I mean. It's going to be 50 today, so no making fun of us today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's give, nice. give it a few weeks. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Mary, congratulations. Thanks for having fun. Thank you, me. Donna and Steve. I love you guys. We love oh, you. we love you, Mary. Thank you for listening. Say hi to the beach. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just okay. say, what up, biatch? Get it? Stop it. Beach. Anyway, Grant's going to get your information. Okay. Um, how did you get Peg Bundy? We were just talking about the Bundys the other day. I said, uh, boy, I'll really, you know, I'll kick his coverage when he got Peg. He didn't know what he had. <laughs> she was I didn't really know you, kind. I didn't know you ever watched that show. Yeah, that's quick. Really? I wasn't allowed to watch it. Remember, I had to watch it upstairs with one of the brothers, like, you know. Holding a piece of foil. I didn't like it, though. I didn't like it, but it was on, and that was where I got to know Frank Sinatra's love and marriage. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. How about that? Did you hear this uh, this story about the Pringles mascot? I've, I've only heard the headline about it, that apparently the very funny John Oliver just has a, a, a love affair with Pringles. I think so. And he has a way of getting results. Um, so last week he, I guess he introduced a full bodied Mr. Pringle, the Pringles mascot 
Because it's usually just a face, right? So he became fixated on the image after this throwaway joke on his show inspired fans to share their ideas of how the rest of his body might appear. Is he tall? Is he short? Does he have a lot of body hair? Is he completely smooth? Um, <laughs> some funny stuff in here. Anyway, he said his show would donate $10,000 to Feeding America for the official new image. And Pringles accepted. So, um, I want to get this Mr. Pringles. Let me see. Um, uh, okay. I'm a little disappointed. You are? Yeah. Have you seen the video? I have not. I wanted to watch it live to get a real reaction. Yeah, watch it. You'll be disappointed, too. Oops. Okay, sorry. Because you're thinking it's going to be like a, a cartoon. Like know? a drawing. It's a guy as a Pringles mascot. <laughs> okay, so it's just a guy with a big head. Yeah. And okay. the other, every other part is just like human, wearing the, a Pringles. A red suit and a Pringles suit. t-shirt. That's a little bit of a bummer. Well, you know what, though? What's that, Donna? At least they got the donation for ten thousand dollars to yes. Feeding America. Indeed. So they they found a way to make it work, and for that, I, I, uh, I applaud them. Let us briefly stop down and ask the question: In the world of chips, if there was one chip that you could eat for the rest of your life, you only get one. They like they're not making varieties anymore. It's just you choose the, your favorite. That's it. It's the only one that's ever going to be available at grocery stores or in your pantry at home. I'm picking like, Pringles. You are. Okay, I would you like, like maybe barbecue. I like. Oh, barbecue D-bone. Yes, those are so good. Right? So good. Um, wow. I like, they taste like no other chip, Pringles, because they're probably not real chips. They're probably right. like potato I, flakes or something yeah in fact i we had a we read something about that and things that make you go huh a few weeks ago why they couldn't be called potato chips you mentioning barbecue i actually remember the first time that i had pringles barbecue chips as a child oh so good and being so taken over by the experience they were so freaking good i just couldn't figure it out because i like normal pringles are cool they're good and it's tough not to go through the whole tube in one sitting the barbecue flavor though was just the greatest tasting chip i had ever had to that point now i'm a real sucker for barbecue flavored chips i like them in almost any variety i quite enjoy believe it or not the baked lays Mm. version of the barbecue chip i got bad news guys what in the heck okay well what's going on what? Are you safe? Oh, she's looking pretty intent on that screen. Did someone just bring a telegram in? or what? Pringles are full of hazardous ingredients no. that make them one of the most toxic processed foods you can eat. Oh, What's our source on this? Um, Is it organicmommy.com? Because if so, block. It's some guy named David Wolf. Oh, no. I love his David name. Avocado Wolf, with an E, by the way. Um, well, love it less. One of the most concerning is a chemical byproduct known as ac- acrylamide. Acrylamide. Okay. Rose also, butter. they have two and a half more times or times more saturated fat per serving than regular potato chips. Oh, man. I'd like no. to change my answer. No. Tell this wo- avocado wolf guy. 
to go <laughs> cram it. I don't need your nutritional breakdown of chips. Oh, sour cream and onion is good, too. That's my jam. I was going to oh. say, that's oh. the Pringles flavor that got oh, me was so the green good. can. Mm-mm. Oh, How so about good. a, uh, let's just go back to chips in general. How about a salt and vinegar chip? Good. Really, really good. good. Kettle cooked salt and vinegar. Uh, oh. Kettle cooked alepeño. Also Ooh. very good. Mm. D, and then, by the way, Doritos is like, uh, you still taking suggestions? Cooler Ranch? Big fan. And, Big fan. And the cheese. Just I, Doritos are just classic. Also, they said, let's do a potato chip differently. Doritos and Pringles said there might be a new way for us to do this. Then again, so did Sun Chips. Oh, Sun Chips looks too. like a wet notebook that you found. Sort of just with that weird wave, but boy, it gives a nice crunch. <laughs> I wonder what it'd be Weird like to dip ways. that. You are sounding like you're having a date with these chips right I now. I know, right? I'd love to be. Get a room. Jeez Shout out, by the way, to Sake Sushi, talking food for a moment. Okay. I went up to Sake, wait, yeah, Sake Sushi sake. in Chaska. Which is a rice wine, by the way. Oh, yes, I do know what Sake is. I don't know why I read it as Sake, but anyway. Oh, this is funny that you're saying this. I got, uh, it was called the Naked Girl Roll. They had like a gazillion offerings. This one just sounded right. It was a very risque name, and I felt naughty ordering it, but it was really good. It was really good. Glad to hear it. You know, you saying the suck <laughs> um, makes me want to tell you about a certain celebrity chef hmm. who happens to pronounce a word as if you taught her how to pronounce it. Really? Yes. Do not listen to it. Okay. I put in a little clip here and we will listen to it together upon our return. I to, can't wait. To the Donna and Steve show on my talk. Hey! Good morning to you. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Okay. Uh, here's a tip. Don't pronounce uh, this particular word the way Chef Nigella Lawson does. Familiar with her? No. She's a very sexy, sexy chef. Okay. And she... <laughs> That's usually not how chefs are described. No, I'm searching Nigella chefs. That's not going to do it. All right. Do you know this person? Um, Who is this lady? Uh, Nigella Lucy Lawson is an English food writer and television cook. She is the daughter of Nigel Lawson. Wow, so he went Nigella. <sighs> wow, she's 60. She looks amazing. Anyway, I'm not going to tell you what the word is. Listen to this clip and tell me what's wrong with it. I still need a bit of milk, full fat, which I've warmed in the microwave. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. No. She, she the, warmed it in the microwave. <laughs> that is exactly how I say things. In the microwave. I think she's doing it as a joke. I'm hoping because I, everybody is talking about this online. I don't think she is. You I, know, British people, they just say things strange. No, you know why she's not? Because they say, they say aluminium. Okay. 
I, instead of aluminum. I think even English people are like, what? Microwave? <laughs> I think somebody somebody called her out on it and said that she that they love it because they do that at home. They just mispronounce words all the time. And yes. she wrote back, we do that in my house, too. Oh. So I think she was just doing it, trying to... Warmed in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> like it's an inside joke or something. The microwave. That's very fun. That is so Steve Patterson. Oh, man. Oh, I love it. <laughs> that does have your name all over it, Doesn't for sure. It? Oh, Grant, you I probably remember. don't even notice when he does it. It's just become like part of his just everyday language. <laughs> I know. I probably sh- should explain a bit, mo- a bit more. It started when I was a kid. The first word I did it with was neighbor. And I would say Niajabor. <laughs> See, you know, that sounds like something she would have said. Yes. I'm going and to if you don't have a microwave, take it to your Niajabor's house. <laughs> Which is why he also goes, February. <laughs> I just thought um, he was having fun over there with himself all the time. But now I see there's a science. There's a madness. Yeah, there's, no, he has like. Okay. The, the genius mad- to it, there Grant. Is. There you That's go. What you okay. were that was the word I was looking for. Sorry. There is yeah. a genius to it. I think it's a medical condition. Well, either a way, twitch. you'll miss me when I'm dead. May I have your watch when you are dead? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Steve. What's that from again? I don't remember. One of those movies like Princess Bride or something. Okay. I'll look it up. I. Did you watch Shark Tank on Friday? I did not. Three Amigos. Three Amigos. It's from Three Amigos. Okay. Thank you. If you love the concept of skiing, or maybe you did at one point in your life, you just want to be out on the slopes, but the idea of getting skis, renting skis, or buying ski boots and then skis and then ski poles, the whole thing seems difficult. I tell you what, I feel like I saw something last night that actually when the guy said it's a new sport, I think he might be right. The next generation of skiing. This guy came onto Shark Tank and pitched ODR skis which essentially imagine just ski boots okay okay not clicked into any skis okay and the base of these ski boots is flat and curved in the right ways so that it essentially is a mini ski and so they you don't have to attach to skis you just wear the ski boots that have this natural ski bottom to oh, them oh oh not it's genius. Not one that protrudes the toe. It's not like, oh, but it just comes out four inches now as opposed to the whatever it is, foot and a half or two feet that a ski does. No. They say it's it's like ice skating or it's like roller skating almost, but on the snow. I love it. What are, what are they called? They're called ODR skis, and it seems totally genius to me because I would like to be able to take my kids skiing at some point but then I'm like oh are we going to be able to do skis and the whole thing oh my these gosh. look so easy and by the way they also say it dramatically reduces your chance of injury because usually when people get injured skiing or snowboarding it's because they are connected to something and that something is long and jams in the snow and it twists your legs or twists a yes. knee etc they said to this point and this has been around for several years uh, but this guy just took over the company. He's really trying to like sell the heck out of it now. They've had no major like traumatic injuries 
report it with I, people on ODR skis, whatever you want to call them. And, and but they're like $350. That's where they start. But you don't need to buy poles. You don't need to buy skis. You don't need to rent every time. And by the way, they are just the size of ski boots. How easy to go I in and go out. I have questions. Please. I, I would want the poles just for stability. Uh, it you just probably seems, get poles. It seems a little willy-nilly to be out there just sliding on your feet down a hill. Well, and how you stop is the hockey stop. So you don't do a snowplow here or a pizza slice or whatever they teach you. I have no idea what these words are. So like the snowplow is when you bring your skis, point the tips of your skis in toward each other. Okay. Like a triangle that slows you down. Okay. Yes. But for this, you would do a hockey stop, which is like how you would stop if you were wearing rollerblades or ice skates, where you would turn your your toe down. No, no, Isn't that no, how you break not, on ice skates? You not Okay, not the, roller skates. Well, think of a hockey stop. Think of how a hockey player would stop. He kind of turns, doesn't he? Yes, Quee. Yes, yes Quee. Yes, okay. So okay. that's how you stop with these. I think these look genius, and it's like you throw them in a backpack, boom, that's all you need. You go to the slopes. You don't have to like check in and do the what size are you and all this. It's And it's less expensive than if you bought a full ski set. Okay. Do you have a ski set? No. Do you own a tux? No. <laughs> I like your questions, though. Uh, random questions with Deval. I would like a tuxedo. Okay. Uh-oh, hint, hint. Secret Christmas Santa. is coming. Oh, man, that'd be really cool if you bought me a tuxedo. Okay, I'll do it. Um, ODR skis, I put this up on our show links page for everybody, Okay. Thanks, Donna. Uh, Steve, I'm not going to get you a tux for Christmas. I don't know why I said that. I know. I'm sorry. You could. Say it's a write-off. Let's dance. I bet you've been involved in tax fraud before. (gasps) Don't say that. Never. (laughs) Steve, quit putting things like that out there. (laughs) You think the feds are listening? Yes. I think now you're going to get me audited. Well, let's make sure that you're doing things the right way. I am. We'll let them be the judge. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) All right, let's let's take a break. We'll be right back.